When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. This is the WFNY Brownscast, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joe Gilbert. I'm with Taylor Jezerzak. Uh, Taylor, how are you doing? Pretty good. Um, you know, I've had a few days to not think about the Browns, so the next hour should be interesting. Yeah, should be. <laughs> um, before we get started, uh, this is uh, um, brought to you by our uh, partners at Underdog Fantasy. For first-time depositors, enter in the code WFY at checkout, and Underdog will match your deposit up to $100. It's a great platform if you're tired of the DFS salary system. Uh, there's ton of tons of different game types and drafts every night of the week for every sport. Don't forget to use WFY at, at your checkout, and you and your first deposit will be matched up to $100. That is Underdog Fantasy. So before we get into uh, Bucks uh, Browns this week, uh, any kind of final thoughts or anything that come to you over the week or the last couple of days about the uh, Browns' loss in uh, Detroit against Buffalo? Shockingly, no one was fired. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I guess maybe not, maybe not shockingly at this point. I don't even know anymore. No, I think it's at this point. I think it's just wait till the end of the year on that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, they should be fired. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what's keeping them around at this point. Yeah, ba- basically, I think just the lack of wanting to change. <laughs> yeah, change coaching staffs. Yeah, so yeah um i would assume joe woods and mike prefer are not long for after this season but yeah it's frustrating kind of having to deal with it the rest of the way but um as we get uh ready for sunday um browns are taking on the tampa bay buccaneers at uh first energy uh finally back home after what a month or so it seems like (laughs) it feels like it's been forever yeah um, the Bucks are coming in at five and five. Browns three and seven. Um, so they're it's it's a very weird kind of Tom Brady team because usually you don't see this kind of straddling the five hundred mark. But um, I think his age is finally catching up on him. Finally, yeah. And <laughs> it doesn't help that like he's down to whoever the Bucks can find to play wide receiver. Right. True. Yeah. So let's get into it. Let's. Uh, so, what, what? What's your thoughts on like the Buccaneers? Um, it seems it pretty much seems like it's a defensive-minded team um, because the offense is just struggling. But um, what's your thoughts on that? Oh, my thoughts are there are only two wins the last month have come against the Rams, who also cannot figure out what they are to save their lives and cannot stay out of their own injury way. And against Geno Smith, who has been good, but is also Geno Smith. Right. Um, They, they, as of today are a month removed from only scoring three points on the Panthers and losing 21 to three. (laughs) So like the Browns have had bad losses. I'm not sure if they've had that kind of bad loss. 
right yeah um i don't know they're they're kind of an enigma um the they are five and five i think solely on the merits of having a the best quarterback of all time uh they they won game i mean they've their wins are against dallas who lost dak in the game mm-hmm. new orleans who sucks atlanta who beat us but you know they're not good they're not that good <laughs> The Rams, who are not that good, and Seattle, who is not that good. I mean, they could beat Cleveland and then say we have six wins against teams that aren't that good. But right. like, yeah. this is a team that lost to the Steelers. This is a team that lost to the Panthers. This is a team that lost to the Packers before uh, before they figured out Christian Watson was a thing. Um, like. They're in a weird place where they're probably going to have to start transitioning a lot of people. Um, I don't know how much longer Trent Tom Brady has. Did he really just play to avoid divorce settlements? <laughs> I don't know. Um, the internet knows, but we don't. <laughs> it, they're in a weird place. Um, the Browns are in a weird place, but they're like two totally different weird places. Mm. Um, I don't yeah. know. It, it's a hard to predict game because the Bucks average seventy yards rushing, but the Browns have proven that doesn't matter. Right. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like this is we've we've faced quite a few just terrible run offenses in the past couple weeks, and they still delivered against the Browns. This is probably the worst one of them. Um, yeah. Fournette is not playing well. Their offensive line is shredded with injuries, and well, Leonard Fournette's also hurt. Right. He might not even play. Uh, yeah. I just looked it up. Vita Vea might not play. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be helpful for the Browns. Uh, doesn't I don't know what's left of the Bucks to be honest. Yeah, their injury report has got to be a mile long. Uh, right. Their second string running back is on injured reserve, so they're down to whoever is playing their third string running back. Yeah, we'll see if they've released the depth chart this week. Um, but they they just. They've been hit harder by the injury bug than I think anyone in the league. Mm-hmm. And I think they sold sold what was left of you know their, their roster to win a title a few years ago. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's going to be whoever – it doesn't – like if Leonard Fournette does play, if not, it's still going to be a, a poor run offense and – we're it's, gonna be it's, basically... it's Rashad White and Keyshawn Vaughn. Yeah. Rashad White has played better. Okay, I guess, over the past couple of games. But um, it's definitely not a team that should be able to run against you like we've no. seen in the past couple of weeks. But you never know. <laughs> you never know with this defense. Yeah, I mean, you know, you'd think they'd eventually figure out, hey, maybe we should do this. Maybe we should stop right. the run. But yeah. Maybe you think they they don't have the they don't have the defensive tackles to be able to figure that one out. Yeah, um, in the past couple of days, you've seen really it was pretty similar to the Miami game where just the holes were just massive for the Bills' run game, um, and that's not gonna that's not gonna stop because the uh, interior is just just terrible. They don't have any NFL caliber players, not even no. like slightly below average. They're like. I would take below average. Right. Yeah. That's where we're at. Like, yeah. I would gladly accept below average NFL player right now. 
just yeah, to... like like we're in a historically bad this is a historically bad run defense and um, yeah um, yeah i wouldn't be shocked if by the end of the season it was the worst run defense to ever run defense but i would think so it's i don't know i can't think of like browns have had some bad run defenses over the years but like this one just takes a cake it's like they're not even getting like in the past it was like poor tackling like this one, they're not even like getting hands on guys. I think I think the one of the most frustrating issues is that like this is a clearly evident problem, and not only is it keep happening, they doesn't they don't even seem to make adjustments to see if they can fix it. Right, like no, like run blitzes or run stunt, like it just you don't see that. No. <laughs> like, it's just I don't know. Um, but getting back on the Bucks, so yeah, this is going to be Tom Brady is obviously in the backfield, so he can kill you any any time. Um, he's not as at his usual level that he's been in his career, but he's still. I think I watched him. I don't know if it was a couple weeks ago. He he came back and won it on the final drive. He's still got that. He's still got that Tom Brady magic, so he can he can yeah. kill you. Um, it. I haven't seen the 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 injury report hasn't come out yet. Um, we're doing this on Wednesday, so not sure about who's his receivers this week. Um, Mike Evans, I think, is healthy, but Chris Godwin's been in and out of the uh, lineup. Um, Julio Jones has been in and out of the lineup. Um, Russell Gage has been in and out of the lineup. Scotty Miller, like they when healthy, they're like this is this is one of the top probably pass offenses because they just have gobs of talent at, at the receiving core. Yeah. But they've been just shredded with the injury bug. Uh, so much that Leonard Fournette is their third re- leading receiver. <laughs> like, like not great. No. <laughs> like, he's not considered, like, yeah. It's, it'll be interesting to see. It's, it's going to be, for both sides pretty much, it's going to be interesting to see who actually plays. Because we'll get we'll get to the Browns injuries in a second, but like it's gonna be that's that's gonna be a big part of this game where who who the heck is gonna be lining up? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Vita Vea, <clears throat> Vita Vea, Leonard Fournette, Russell Gage, um, did not practice on what didn't practice today. Okay, um, Giovanni Bernard was put on injured reserve two days ago. Um, one of their linebackers is also listed as questionable for this week. Um, Shaq Barrett is still on injured reserve. Um, their center is apparently still on injured reserve. I, I don't know. They 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 got a lot of they have a lot of injuries, kind of like the Browns. Well, the Browns don't have a ton of injuries. They just have a lot of injuries clustered on one group. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you know it's. It's probably not going to be a game that features a whole lot of points because I, I just most of the Bucks games haven't had a lot of points. Um, <laughs> let's see. The most points they've scored this year is 31 against the Chiefs. Yeah, they're, that they, was, they're not scoring a lot. <laughs> yeah, that was early in the season too, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be... You never know with this defense, though. 
<laughs> the Browns defense is always hold my beer. <laughs> we can make we can make anybody look good. Um, but yeah, well, so that's the that's the Bucks. So their offense is kind of it's pass oriented, um, but as you know, Cleveland's defense can't stop the run. So we'll probably see more run from them than they've shown all year. Yeah. Um, on defense, uh, the run defense isn't that great, but they're very good on coverage. Um, pretty solid in pass rush. They're they're obviously hampered with injuries on both sides, and and the pass rush has been kind of hit with that bug too. So they have they're not as good as we've seen in the past, um, but they're still the defense is what what wins them games every week. Um, yeah. So it'll be it'll be a tough sledding for um, Jacoby Brissett in his final final game as the starter, uh, unless he unless Deshaun gets injured or something weird happens. But um, so that's a kind of good turning point of getting to the Browns. Um, so as I said, this is the last game for Jacoby um, before Deshaun gets back next week. Um, we we talked about how he, he's performed very well. He's performed above my expectations. Um, but he has also kind of, as we said, plateaued the offense a little bit because he, he is what he is. He can't like the explosive plays are just not there. Yeah. Um, but that that's, I mean, that's just how he plays. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's the Jacoby Brissett kind of plateau. Like you're going to not going to get any more, but you've, you've gotten so much from him. Yeah, he's not. He's been far from the problem. He, he's he's plateaued at better than half the quarterbacks in the league, which is a lot yeah. better than I think anyone right. would have thought. Right. So, yeah, and um, the Browns' offense has struggled running the ball lately, um, and that could be that could be pointed a little bit to kind of the injuries, obviously, on the offense line, but also the lack of explosiveness on the offense where the defense is just packing it in. So, uh, we see two straight or two straight weeks of bare um, uh, five, two up, up front. So they're kind of <laughs> going all in on the run defense, Cl- uh, closing the up the lanes. Yeah. And um, you can't even is how good this run run offense is. You, you just can't, can't do anything when there's two, two, there's way more people to block than you have guys to block. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, what do you think? What do you think the Browns' advantages are on offense for this week? How do you think they're going to attack the uh, Buccaneers? I mean, until we know fully the status of Vita Vea, um, it's hard to say a hundred percent definitively where their advantage is going to be. Um, I would think that Kevin Stefanski, as much as as much hate as he's gotten this week, is still an advantage. Um, he's if you can turn Baker Mayfield into a top ten quarterback <laughs> for a season, then you, you might you might be the second coming of football Jesus. <laughs> um, because it, I don't know what's going on down here, but. The man was just benched for Sam Darnold. So. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so put that one in perspective. Yeah. Um, but 
History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon. There's going to be plays that are open. Uh, I imagine they're going to drive the field of the first drive uh, like they always do. Yep. Uh, the strange part is they're like 0-3 this season when they score a touchdown on their first drive, which doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> but um, the the offense hasn't been the issue. Uh, they're, they're, they might need to rely on throwing the ball to open up the run a little more. But that might entail playing Kareem Hunt more than Nick Chubb right now because it feels like defenses are are leaning towards run whenever Nick Chubb is in the in the game, even mm-hmm. even when Nick Chubb is catching passes because he doesn't do that a lot and he doesn't pass block yeah. well. Um, he did it last week. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, caught what four passes I think. Yeah, yeah, he did. I mean. But at the same, in the same vein, he's just not expected to be that part of the offense. So, right. yeah, yeah, they're defenses kinda, are able to key on that a lot better. Yeah, they're they're in a really tough spot um, in terms of playing Hunt and Hunt hasn't really looked that great. Like his, he doesn't look explosive as much as he has in the past, um, especially as a runner. So it's kind of. If you want to put him in, obviously he's the better pass blocker and, and receiver, but then you kind of have a downgrade, a, a quite a big downgrade on the, in the run um, game. So it's kind of one of those darn um, tough little balancing acts that the uh, coaching staff is going to have to do. Yeah. Um, without Vita, Vita Vea, it would be greatly, greatly – Theoretically, greatly, it would be easier to run right. the ball. Right. But the Bucks but, defense is still pretty good. Yeah, and they're still going to probably pack the pack the line, pack the running lanes. So um, I think it, once again, it's going to be have to it's going to be have to be uh, one through the air. Um, I think Brissett's going to have to make some plays, um, and <laughs> basically how how they won in the last couple games, he, they they have to win through the air. Yeah, the, um, the, the Bucks team still does give up 116 yards a game on the ground. Right. I don't know yeah. how much of that is skewed by playing Lamar Jackson. I can see how many – if he had rushing yards that day. Um, he had 43, so nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's a team that 
you're able to run against. It's just whether or not they're going to stack the box like the rest of the teams have. Yeah. And Todd Bowles is a good enough coach to not to to see what other teams have done to yeah. slow down this offense. Yeah, that's why I'm not feeling too great about it because Todd Bowles is one of the best defensive minds in the game, and I <laughs> I don't think he'll be stupid enough to not see. Oh, look look what these successful. Yeah, this isn't teams, the Bengals, right? Look at these successful teams shutting down the offense. Well, not shutting down, but shutting down the run game at least, and uh, it's been successful for them. So. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Um, on defense, it just it comes down to the same thing every freaking week. <laughs> can can they stop the run? Can uh, they even can they can they slow down a little bit? Probably like, not. Right. It's it's frustrating um, because you know what's gonna happen, <laughs> and um, giving Tom Brady a run game is just bad news because he'll shred you. Shreds you through the air with the play action passing, and uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough matchup. Let's just say that. Yep. Um, yeah, that's basically the Browns Browns on offense and defense. Um, before we get to our uh, prop bets this week, um, what's your what are your some of your keys to the victory um, for the Browns heading into uh, Sunday? Aside from the obvious, yeah, stuff in the <laughs> Um, Don't be a sim. (laughs) Yeah. Keeping Jacoby Brissett upright. I have a feeling that their strategy to to get him off his place would be to just try to beat him up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, he has been, he has shown to be fairly elusive in the pocket, which I don't think many of it, like he had put that on tape before, but you know, he, he's, not getting any younger, so you don't know how long that's going to last. But he he's proven pretty tough to sack, but it, it's a good way to, like, the, the thing that this offense can't do is get behind in the chains because they are, when you're predicated on the run, then you've lost half your offense. Yeah. Um, so... It's it's a matter of keeping him clean, finding ways to run the ball more successfully than you have. Um, I mean, Nick Chubb can't possibly have two weeks in a row where he looks like he did last week. Uh, <laughs> it just doesn't seem possible. Right. <laughs> but, you know, with – I mean, I don't know who we're starting at center this week. Yeah, Froholt. Uh, I forgot to mention that Froholt is out sick today. So, <laughs> well, they, they signed that guy. They signed signed the one kid. I don't even remember his name. Greg something. Yeah, uh, Marsick or yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not great if he's gonna have to come in. I, I just it's gonna be God. If he uh, does play. <laughs> I just I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, right. Uh, like that could be the biggest advantage of any team in any game. <laughs> just Vita Vea versus whoever the heck they have at center. Um, it's gonna be rough. If Vita Vea plays. Right, if Vita Vea plays. And if he doesn't play, then it's whoever their backup defensive tackle is against True. Yeah. whatever whatever guy the Browns are running out there at center. Yeah. Um, 
Bills just ate them up all week, all day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, it's not really fair to to go against for Holt for that. Right. Uh, it's not his position. It's not he would. I don't think he really went into that game thinking, "Oh, I'm going to play the center today." Right? Yeah, I'm going to have to snap a football. Yeah, which he had a few. I think he had three bad snaps. One of them was a fumble, and there were two low shotgun snaps. But um, the the kind of the kind of annoying part is like I think that probably is a big uh, factor in his poor play. He coming in at center got to be the got to be the one of the hardest ones to besides quarterback to like to come in and just kind of start right away without any notice or anything, but um, you would have hoped that he would have had practice time with the starters this week to kind of get, get more affiliated with them. Um, but he's out with illness. So it's kind of, it's kind of, it's a tough, tough situation where uh, we might be in, in for what we saw last week. And that's not great because nope. the offense was just shut down. Um, because of it, well, the, the, running game, the running game was shut down. Game. They were still able to throw the ball really well. They were. Mm-hmm. Um, any other keys you got? Um, finding a way to get David and Joku a little more involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, this is a very good Bucks defense, but he didn't practice today, by the way. Yeah, that <laughs> might just be a rest I think that, thing. You're right. Yeah. yeah I think just, so too. And he's still coming back from injury, good enough to play, but maybe don't don't test it in practice. Um, he did jump over a man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he looked fine for that one play, but he only had two catches last week. Yeah. So, obviously, defenses are going to try to find ways to stop him from getting the ball because he's really tough to defend in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Um, but passing offense hasn't been a problem. Mm-mm been surprisingly enough the run game that's been a problem and they just need to figure out a way to generate yards running the ball again they can't the offense just doesn't function if it like it doesn't function to the extent that it can if it can't if they don't run the ball right so yeah that actually leads to my kind of key there they they need to start throwing more on first down like they're these as you said earlier, kind of open the pass up to let the run game kind of get started. Yeah, because they're they're starting these run game run they're starting run uh, running on first down, and then you're getting what a yard or losing a yard, and then you're behind the stick. So it's yep. I I would love to see more kind of first down passing, get get some good yardage, and then and then hopefully on second down you're what second and second and five, something like that, that'll be a better passing or better run uh, situation. So I would like to see that. Um, defense, God, just please don't be a sieve. <laughs> show some show some anything. I don't know. Keep, keep doing a little of what you did last week. Keep like, forcing field Yes. Goals. Can you at least, like, I don't know, maybe just, just not lose ground? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, don't be pushed back. Like, these like, holes that they're giving up is just just just, just fall down, right? It'd be more yes. effective falling down. Be, be a little road grader. <laughs> be a little be a little road bump for 
<laughs> You'd be more around. effective as a speed bump than a traffic barrel. That's right. Like have a have, force them to have to run around you. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's just if if we see the same holes being created this this week, um, they have no chance. Um. I, it's it's gonna be tough because. I just I don't know how you can improve on it besides run blitzing, and then that puts more stress on the back end. And but but according to like what some of the comments, the the secondary wants that challenge. They want to play man to man. They want to do yeah. that stuff. Right. Yeah. And so probably like, do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how. It doesn't feel like Denzel Ward versus Mike Evans is a fair matchup because Mike Evans is like. Six foot, six foot seventy two. <laughs> right. I uh, wonder if we see more uh, Emerson on him. I know it's a rookie, but still, at least yeah, he gets some height and length on him. Maybe in the red zone. It, yeah. that, I don't think you're going to want to put Martin Emerson on him at the thirty five <laughs> yard line and have him get burned right. on a post. Yeah. Um. But <laughs> we're just out of we're just out of things to say about this defense. Like, no, because it, it like like we said on Sunday, it's not like the the only thing there has been one thing that has improved over the course of this season. Well, two things, two things that have improved over the course of the season. They know their assignments for the most part in the secondary. They haven't done that for two months. <laughs> <laughs> they know what they're doing in the secondary. That that's progress. Um, it, it only lost them two games. <laughs> <laughs> it only took him half a season to figure it out. Um, and the tackling has been considerably better. And Grant Delpit doesn't look like an absolute waste of space on the defense. True. Um, he he's actually looked like a guy that the, the guy that they drafted for the last like month of the season. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, like the back end is is has improved quite a bit. Yeah, it's the linebackers the, couldn't stay healthy in the middle of the season. That might be. Part of the reason that they're still kind of struggling a little bit, obviously they're missing their their best run stopper. Um, but defense, like we've talked about the same things in the defensive line the whole season. When they're passing, the defensive tackles get washed out, and yep. the defensive ends can't get home because the quarterback can just kind of take one step forward and watch them run behind them. Right the edges have to pretty much run a whole circle. They have to do the whole circle drill. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then on running, running downs, like they're getting pushed out of the way as if they weigh 120 pounds. So like that, that's where the entire defense has come down to. The rest of the defense has been fine for the better part of the last month mm-hmm. since the Baltimore game. The defense has been, Mostly okay, right? Mostly being everywhere but the interior yeah. defensive line and interior linebackers because right. it mostly be the the defensive tackles because they're bad and the and the linebackers because they've been hurt. Yeah, and they got nobody else, no one to take a block in front of them. Yeah, yeah. Like when you have a defensive tackle in your lap, you can't make the tackle. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's not much to add to the defense. It, like, yeah. the 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 sad, the like the sad, the crappy, like every every word that you can find about this season is that you can see 
certain aspects of the game getting better every week. Right. But the one area that has been the glaring weakness since week four of the run game, the run defense, has not only not gotten better, they may have gotten worse. <laughs> oh, I think they have gotten worse. I don't, we didn't see these like giant giant holes at the beginning of the year. Obviously, I don't. I don't know what the Falcons figured out, but ever right. since that moment, the run defense yeah. has not been the same. Before right. that, yeah. for the first three games and a half of and three and a half games, the run defense looked way better than the pass defense. Right, and then the Falcons yeah. like pushed one oh. button, and the entire thing fell over. <laughs> They're like, oh. I can do this. Okay. <laughs> I think everybody, every, every team watched that film and like, oh, okay, they can't, they can't do shit. <laughs> if we um, do this one thing, their entire, the entire nervous system just goes limp. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically you pressing Madden, you're on Madden, you're just pressing same play, same play. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, it's defense is not hard to figure out. And, um, the other key I had is just kind of limit the the kind of small things that have kind of been the downfall: poor coverage and and punt returns. That, yeah, that was about to be a key that I said. Let's limit the amount of plays the special teams is on the field, right? Unless sure. it's pickoffs, yeah. don't limit those. Yeah, limit everything else. Yeah, um, kickoffs and extra points. Kickoff, extra points. Can we block? Can we kick high enough to not get blocked? Would be nice. Um, what's another thing? Drops. They, they've had. It hasn't been a huge issue, but there's been some issue with drops that have ruined some of the drives. We saw two in a row last week. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of a cleanup. Just be cleaner overall, so you can kind of win. As we said, they're losing on the edges and. When you have a, a backup backup quarterback and a defense that can't stop anybody uh, in the run game, you got to be you got to be great on on everything else, and they haven't been the, doing that. So no, they haven't, they, can, been, they haven't been perfect except for against the Bengals for whatever yeah, reason. Right, and that's what they that's their one of the keys there too. Um, okay, so as we move on to our prop bets, um, just to go over last week, I know we didn't we weren't going to count. <laughs> last week because we all kind of thought I was going to be in Buffalo, but we actually turned out five and four. Everybody were, uh, you, me and Gerbs were all five and four. So, mm. um, as we go through it, um, Browns plus seven and a half, we were all wrong. It was, they won by eight and the bills did. So barely <laughs> Vegas always knows, man, seven and a half. And it was, they won by eight. Yeah. Um, made a field goal, made an extra point, made, yeah. made a two point convert. Like, yeah, Vegas. Yeah. Vegas knows. <laughs> That's why you don't bet money, people. Right. Yes. Um, the other one, uh, over under forty one and a half points. It was fifty four, so we were all wrong on that. Um, and then Josh Allen was three hundred twenty yards total yards. Um, you, uh, me, and Gibbs were right. Uh, he only got two hundred four, which was. Still Low. Great. I know, right? In indoors, um, and they still indoors, and they still only gave up two hundred four. Like it shows you how 
Like this defense didn't play that bad, but when you just can't stop the run, it just kind of falls apart. Falls apart, right? Um, two and a half total touchdowns. We were all right on the under. Um, he only had one for Josh Allen. Um, we were all right on Stephon Diggs being under 90 receiving yards. Uh, he only had 48. Um, we were all wrong on Nick Chubb. <laughs> this one was the craziest one. I don't he think anyone would have foreseen 19. 19, yards. yeah, 19 yards. Um, and then Brown's touchdown leader. Uh, Taylor, you got this one right. You you had Cooper. Uh, he had two touchdowns. He led the team in touchdowns. Um, and then who wins uh, time of possession? We all had the Browns, and the Browns did win 31 minutes and 22 seconds. Um, and then we Swim were all margin. right. Right. Yes, I think it was yeah, thirty-one and twenty-eight, um, and then the Bills uh, won thirty-one to twenty-three, and we were all right. We all picked the Bills, um, but much different scores because we all thought it was going to be in the snow. So, um, yep. as we get to this week, um, Browns are currently plus three and a half. Um, what you got? Um, I'll probably take the points on that one yeah i'm i'm taking because even even when the bucks have won they've won close so i'll take the plus three and a half i'll take okay i'm actually going the bucks i think uh they'll win more than by three um it won't be like a blowout but i think it'll be a touchdown or less but it will be more than three and a half so i'll go there um over under 42 and a half. Um, what you got? Um, That's like 21 to 22. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll go over. over. Not by much, but over. Yeah. It's going to be, it's not, this one is really tight. Like, I think. 42 and a half is low for an NFL game. <laughs> right. But we all but, think that the Bucks have hit the under in like every game they've played, except for the Chiefs game, right? Um, I, so you said over, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go. This one is really tough. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over. Slight, yeah. I'll, no, I'll go. I'll go different than you. So I'll go under. I think. I think the. I think the uh, both offenses are gonna. Well, the Browns are playing against a tough defense, and then the Bucks are just a tough. They're not a good scoring offense right now, so no. I think that combination is gonna lead it to an. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo. And for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.
Over under Tom Brady, uh, 274.5 passing yards. He under. averages, I think, 280. Under. Under? I'm going to go under two. Yeah, I think it's going to be – I think the weather is going to be pretty nice. Uh, it might be raining, but um, it's still, I think, it, depending on who the heck is going to be his receivers – and with the probably we're going to see a lot more running yards for the Bucks than usual. I yeah. think that I think the um, I think they kind of I think they won't go as much through the air. So I think under two. So um, Ew, Kobe, sun, the weather in weather in Cleveland on Sunday is supposed to be kind of gross. Yeah, it's like fifty and or like forty five and like rain or something. It says fifty and rain, ninety yeah. percent chance of rain, fifteen to twenty five mile an hour winds. Yeah. <laughs> never never know with Cleveland weather. Um, no. I mean that'll be snow by Saturday, so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, we yeah, we're this is actually a warm up from the past kind Yeah, of- I was I was just thinking it looks kinda of warm up there right now. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so uh, Jacoby Brissett over under 223 yards, 223.5 passing yards. Uh, over, because until the Browns run to run offense proves that it can do things again, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to think that they need to go through the pass. Same. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I think they'll go over that. Um, I think they'll be behind and have to throw it more. So, And, and as you said, they can't run the ball right now. So you might you might probably have to do it. So um, next one is Nick Chubb. Man, we, we started from 100. Now we're down to Nick Chubb, 76 and a half rushing yards over under. Um, I'll go over, but I, I don't think it'll be a 100-yard day. This one is really tough. I could see it right around this. Um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over because I think he. It just seems like he runs better at home. I don't know. That might be not. Might not be. Specific, uh, might not be like a true measurement, but I think yeah. he. I think the fans get behind him and kind of help help that. So I think he'll get barely over, but he'll he'll beat that mark. Uh, over under Amari Cooper, 62 and a half receiving yards. I think this is easily over. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, he's the only thing that's prevented him from going over that the last few weeks has been the emergence of Donovan Peoples-Jones. So right. um, I, I'm going to say over, but I, I think that those two will end up around the same total. They'll probably end up both yeah. in the 80s, maybe 80s or something. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Donovan People Jones has just been. We talked about it in the in the recap last week. It's it's uh, his his uh, his performance this year has been really good. I think he's the only receiver since I forget which week with fifty receiving yards every game. So he, just, he's also he's also doing it without a whole lot of notoriety because he's not right. also adding touchdowns to that. He's just. Right. He's piling on a productive amount of yards without being no like if he was doing 
95 to 120 yards every week, people would notice because he'd be up near a thousand yards right now. But right right now he's, you know, safely between 50 and 70 every week, catching between four and seven passes. Uh, I mean, he's been able to find himself open. He He's catching yeah. the ball. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, he's doing all the things you want out of a sixth round receiver. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he's playing almost like a perfect number two receiver. Like yeah. He's showing his, consistency. His ability and, to make the spectacular catch is also. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he struggles to get open, but he, he doesn't really need it when he has such great hands and, and ability body control. To, yeah. Make body control. Um, thing. He got his first touchdown last week, I think. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's been, it's been a weird, <laughs> interesting season for him, but yeah, he's, He's definitely earning a, a possible second contract here, in, in my opinion. Yeah, um, it would it would actually be kind of a cr- criminal to let him walk at this point, unless he, right. Yeah, I mean, he's not, I can't imagine he's going to ask for a ton of money, but like, yeah, he's going to yeah. deserve whatever he gets. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Next one is over under ninety total rushing yards for the Bucks. Over. Over. I'm going over on that. One I, don't, I don't even. I don't even think I need to explain why I think it's over. I think ninety, so, might, 90 might be low. I think you might be able to set that at one fifteen and still get some overs. <laughs> so the this Bucks, is a team that averages seventy. Right. That's what. That's why. Like I. I thought it was not like this is this is twenty twenty rushing yards more than their average, and I think we're both we're both over on that one. This is. <laughs> Like before, until the Browns got to show anything differently, they're in these. You could have done. Gonna, you could have done fifty percent over their average, and still people might have taken the over. You could have done one hundred five. I think so. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a crap fest for the uh, run defense. But um, yeah. okay, final one is score and game prediction. What you got? Um. Well, for the last two weeks, we've been saying the Browns should be treating this like a playoff game and they need to win. And if they want their season to continue, they have to win and all this shit. And, you know, they they didn't play worth anything against Miami. They, they weren't as bad as the 28-10 to 10 score indicated against Buffalo. But in the end... You know, if they want to make a playoff push, if they want to, you know, get back on the in the hunt graphic, um, they have to not not just this week because I think four and seven probably doesn't even leave them in the hunt. But they they need to win this week. They they need to figure it out. They need to figure out how how to beat a team that hasn't really found very many ways to win themselves aside from beating bad teams and. You don't want to become another one of those those wins. You don't want to become another one of those reasons that the Bucks find their way into the playoffs because they beat a whole bunch of teams that finished below five hundred. Right. Um, I don't think it's going to be a very high scoring game. I did say over forty two and a half, but that, I mean, that doesn't take a whole lot. <laughs> um. I'll, I'll go Browns twenty four twenty. Oh, Browns twenty four twenty. Okay, I like it. Um, 
I'm going to go Bucks. Um, I said the under, so I'm going 24 17 Bucks, which I think is under 42. Yes. Yeah, that, that one is. That, that one <laughs> yes. is like, I, I was thinking about that score when I was doing the over under, and I was like, crap, that one comes to 41. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, until the Browns kind of show it to me, uh, I'm. Unless they play like the Carolina Panthers or some. Well, the Panthers play defense. Right. That's true. Or like Pittsburgh or something. I'm not going to pick the Browns until they show it. Um, so, or they play the Bengals, which is an automatic win now, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Bucks 24 17 or 24 7. Yeah, 24 17. Um, it's a close game, just like every other Browns game. They're going to be in the game for most of it, and it's just going to be. Not Tom, to be Tom Brady's going to suck for the whole game, and then he's going to lead an 85 yard touchdown right. drive in the final. <laughs> exactly. We're going to, oh man, we're going to see like a, it's going to be like 17 17, and they're going to, yeah, he's going to put together like a two minute drive um, because the Browns are just terrible at stopping two minute drives. Um, yeah, uh, so that's my prediction. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, Sean Watson doesn't fix the fix the defensive tackles, but he could fix a lot of things in terms yes. of putting pressure on other teams to not run the ball. Right. Um, so, I mean, I guess we're a week away from that. The team that we're playing next week just benched their bridge quarterback for a further bridge quarterback. <laughs> um. Oh, man. They they just went to the sub bridge. <laughs> oh man, I, it'll be interesting to see how many people are at that game because uh, they've, they've they've averaged very like I don't know if you saw the last game there was like <laughs> I would say less than half percent full. <laughs> look, I don't know what the I don't know what the temperature is for Deshaun Watson down there, but why do I have a feeling it's going to turn into December third, two thousand ten there? Uh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I could definitely see that. <laughs> like, <laughs> if be... people actually care enough to show up, it's going to be ugly. Yeah. That's if they care enough to show up. Right. True. Um, yeah. I know we're skipped. We, we've just, we've jumped the track a little bit from the Bucks <laughs> game and got moved on. But like, I don't know. Like. It's, it's going to be interesting, man. The, and the sad part is, I'm not even looking forward. I'm not looking forward to this the tra- the quarterback transition because the offense is bad. I just want to see something different. Yeah, every Browns game for the last month and a half has looked the same. Right. It's gonna be. It's gonna be the most intriguing game we've seen all season. Like every game is every game is played out almost the same way. Yeah. At least, yeah, last few games, except for like the Cincy game, like it's yeah. Like, the offense has looked good at times and looked bad at times. The defense right. has looked good at times and one looked like they're not even on the field at times. Right. Start off with a lead, then can't Spe- score special teams will either orders. special teams will be either unnoticeable or like <laughs> glaring blight <laughs> on humanity. Yeah, like there's not. This team hasn't found a middle of the road game. If they could find a middle of the road game, boy, would that be nice? <laughs> yeah, like I think your last middle of the road game might have been the Steelers game, which is week yeah. two. Yeah. No, week three. Yeah, because they didn't really play that well, and they kind of won because 
Steeler because because Mitch Trubisky is bad. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting. But we have to get through this game first. <laughs> yeah. See what happens. Um, yeah. I would say it can't get worse, but getting blown out by a Bucks team that really isn't that good would be bad. Yeah. Oh, gosh. (laughs) One more week there. But, um, yeah, this is where we're at, and uh, we'll see what happens. Kind of the injuries will kind of help decide it, too, see who the heck is on the field for both teams. Yep. Because – Pray for Froholt or whoever is going to be the center if Fina Vea plays. <laughs> um, we may we may see we may see a copycat of of uh, of Nick Chubb from last week if Fina Vea plays because I don't think man I I don't want to even think about it but I don't I don't I don't feel good about the run game if uh, he plays um, we'll see but yeah. Other than that, we'll see. Um, I'll be at the game, so we'll be back with you probably around 5-ish, 5.30, whenever I can get back. Um, But, yeah, thanks for joining us, everybody. Once again, I hope I am able to talk about a win. Yes. It's been a while. One day, Taylor will get to talk about a win. One day. (laughs) God, what, what was the week? What week was it? Oh, God. We, we talked about this already, but was it the you Steelers about, game? You didn't do Cincy. It was the Steelers game. Oh, my God. That was the last time I got to talk about a win. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, I, if I've seen beaten down the last few weeks, you know why. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Give Taylor a win, guys. Do it for Taylor. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thanks for joining us, everybody. Um, we'll be back on Sunday, and uh, everyone have a great Thanksgiving and uh, go Browns. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.